Today we begin Paul's second letter to Timothy. This is, as far as we have record, one of the last letters of Paul's life. By the time Paul wrote this letter, he was an old man uh, still imprisoned in Rome for his faith. These are his last bit of instructions to his disciple Timothy, and for that reason it's rich with truth and valuable exhortation. So let's consider a couple of things quickly as we find here in this first chapter. Um, first, there's a, there's a wonderful bit of gospel truth packed into verse 9 of this chapter. There, there Paul says that God, quote, saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Let's read that verse again and, and think about it carefully. God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not because of our works, but because of his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. Think of all the implications of what Paul says in that one verse. It is truly astonishing. And it puts our, self, our salvation in the broadest possible context for us to see. He begins that verse by referring to the fact that it is God who saved us and who called us to a holy calling. We all know that, and, it, and that, is tip, that is typically the level at which we talk about it. He, 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 uh, yeah, he saved us, forgiveness of our sins, etc., and, 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 and he called us to a holy calling. We, we live in the here and now. We talk about things from the perspective of the here and now. And what it looks like to us from the here and now perspective is that some, someone had a, has a dramatic change of heart and mind and comes in repentance and faith to Jesus. When we declare, based upon the authority of the Bible, that they are now saved from their sins. That's what it looks like from the here and now perspective. But what's behind the scenes? What has happened that we can't see with our eyes? Fortunately, the Bible tells us what happened behind the scenes of a person who comes to salvation in Christ. Paul makes it clear that it did not happen, in verse 9, because of our works. Our salvation is not God's reward for us because of all the good things we've done to deserve it. So, if not that, then what? Paul takes us back as far as human language can take us. He says for anyone who comes to Christ for salvation, it is ultimately and foundationally because, as he puts it, God's own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ, which, which purpose and his purpose and his grace that he gave us in Christ Jesus before the ages began. You cannot go back any further than that. Um, furthermore, is it not absolutely astonishing that a person's salvation goes back that far at all? But it does. This, if, if, if that verse means anything, it does. This verse is really and truly saying that God purposed by his free grace that we, that is you personally, if you're trusting in Christ, you would be saved. He purposed that by his grace before we were even born. Also, before time itself. It is impossible for the mind to comprehend fully. We, but we believe it by faith because it is the clear testimony of God's word. Who could take prideful credit for coming to Christ after learning that it was God's purpose and grace for them before the world even came to be? Only pride in the human heart would bristle at this great truth. Uh, secondly and finally, 
Um, the, the one exhortation that stands out in this chapter is the one that he mentions twice, and that is, uh, in, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord. He says that in verse 8, and he'll reiterate of himself, saying, I am not ashamed, for I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he's able to guard until that day what has been entrusted to me. This is a, it is a truly sad commentary of our sinful state that we have to be ex- exhorted repeatedly not to be ashamed of Christ and not to be ashamed to bear witness to him and, and, and to his gospel. But even Timothy needed this reminder. We need it too. Uh, why should we be ashamed when he has freely given us such grace and blessing? See again the truth set forth in verse, forth in verse 9. If we are indeed ashamed of Christ and ashamed to bear witness to him, it may bear witness that we either do not truly know Christ or haven't given sufficient thought to all he's given to us. So let's heed Paul's instruction here and live each day making sure that in no way we are ashamed of the Lord Jesus Christ and we are in no way ashamed to bear witness to him wherever we go. And those are just a few thoughts from Second Timothy chapter 1.